Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin Akal. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Man, oh man, uh, rookies reported the camp this week, earlier this week, and the vets will report next week. And preseason is coming weeks away. Very excited. Um, what's going on with you, Kyle? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm doing good. Like I said, had a um, pretty busy week, you know, between um, stuff at work and, um, you know, bringing in a, a friend of mine, dear friend of mine, um, got married yesterday. So, you know, congrats to him on his, his new endeavors. But mm-hmm. you know, other than that, I'm doing good. And, um, you know, just anticipating uh, what we're going to see when uh, camp opens up. Yeah, definitely. Congrats to you, to your friend. Um, let's speak on the Jets. Um, before we get into Barrios' uh, talk, let's talk about uh, the five the five players that's basically on the PUP list. Um, I know one is Makai Becton, uh, George Fant, um, CJ Mazoma, Carl Lawson, and Drew Samia. Samia, sorry. Um, basically, and also, and I know that Jeremy Rucker is on the non-football injury list. Um, is it is it something to be upset about or just say, you know, or does these guys need to be at camp right now and why? Yeah, um, as I said, I don't think it's, you know, too much of a big thing because, you know, of how early it is into, you know, going into, um, you know, the camp season. But uh, I would say probably the biggest, the biggest issue at the end of the day would probably be the fact that um, both tackles that we're expecting to start is not going to be there. Um, not sure how long it's going to take before, you know, they are able to get on the field. But, um, you know, I say that's probably the biggest uh, drawback from it because, you know, you would want to get some sort of, you know, cohesion with, you know, the offensive line and have them play together as much as possible, you know, before the season starts. But, um you know, we, we backed in, you know, at the end of the day, uh, depending on what side he's going to play on, you know, he's played next to um, uh, Vera Tucker if he's going to be on the right side, you know, so he'll have, you know, someone familiar next to him. And if he plays on the left where he naturally was, you know, uh, you know, he'll, he'll have that, you know, experience of the amount of games that he did play on that side. Then, you know, with Fant, you know, he's he came on really strong last year and just showed how solid of a, of a tackle he is. So um, I think at the end of the day, you know, once I think once they do all get together and everything, you know, um, everyone's on um, the same page, the same accord when they start practicing it, it should hopefully um, most likely, you know, it should it definitely benefit. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I was just excited for the for the Beckton versus Fant battle to see which one is going to go on the left and which one is going to go on the right because, you know, Beckton looks good, um, even though it's just show pitches, but I know he's going to be a little rusty coming out to start the season, but I, he, he definitely looks good. He looks like he's losing the weight. He looks like he's ready to, to prove that the doubt is wrong. Yeah, he definitely looked like he was, um, you know, he was in shape. Um, but I would say, uh, just on the premise that 
um, his, his the injuries that he's had so far, you know, you probably don't want to, you know, push the issue too much. You want him as healthy mm-hmm. as possible, you know, before he, he, he comes back, especially with, um, you know, dealing with knee injuries with, with guys of his size. All right. And I definitely agree with you on that one. And just like I said, hopefully the guys will get back soon and, because preseason is right around the corner, you know, and I feel like Zach needs to, you know, develop that chemistry, not just with his um receivers and running back, but also with his O line so they could get so they could get uh you know, just get just get started on things. And definitely, definitely um uh would be you know a positive thing for the um you know the the, the future of the, the offense in terms of how they do. Right. I definitely agree with you on that. And speaking of offense, um, Braxton Berrios, uh, he made he made his uh, he made a strong point saying that that they got the team to go to the playoffs this season. And if they don't go to the playoffs, that this is going to be a disappointing season. Do you do, do you agree or disagree? Um, I would say I somewhat agree. Um. You know, with some the, with the pieces that we've we've added, definitely with within the off season and, and the draft this year, um, I would say um, from just from a paper standpoint, you know, it certainly looks like we can have some a team that um, can make a push. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, we mentioned before about the the beginning schedule being you know really rough those first nine games and. You know, the fact that uh, we're not in the, the most friendly of divisions, you know, with um, Buffalo being, you know, one of the, the teams that's looking, you know, is being looked at as being a AFC championship contender, you know, and, and New England team that's still coached by Belichick. So we definitely have our work cut out for him, but I would say at the end of the day, um, in terms of just the pieces, if the pieces can gel together, there's definitely a strong chance that we can make the playoffs. Yeah, it's all dependent on them first uh, eight, nine weeks of the season for one. And for two, to me, in my opinion, I just want to say that um, I would maybe disagree at some, some certain point. I think all that matters is dumb battling with, with most teams, because I feel like you're not going to have close games with every team this season. It's possible, but it's impossible. You're always going to have that one blowout game, like, you know, dang, what they did wrong and, you know, and so forth and so forth. But in my opinion, I, I just think that they, you know, as long as they battling throughout each game and they're getting wins, that's all that matters. But I think the I think we said this before, Kyle. I think the first eight, nine games of the season is gonna determine what that second half is gonna look for the Jets because I don't expect the I don't expect the rookies um you know to get it together at the at the first game because they still have to gel. They gotta figure out the which if, if they on offense or defense, they gotta figure out that that game you know, the, the, um, the play, not just the playbook, but also that chemistry with their teammates, with the vets. Yeah. Um, I said chemistry definitely is going to be a, a big telling sign in terms of, um, I think, how, how well we're going to do just in overall to say 
um, whether we're going to be uh, a competitive team or not. You know, mm-hmm. um, obviously there's going to be cases of, um, you know, where experience might come into play. And because we have such a young team, there might be mistakes that are made that might cost us a game or two. But right. at the end of the day, you still just you just still just want to be competitive. And I and I think based on the players in terms of um, you know what we've heard from you know coaching staffs and and JD about the the type of players that they have, you know, that's willing to you know go out there and work and fight, you know, and then with the coaching staff themselves being uh, just the environment that they're they're putting in place around these young guys. You know, I just think that um, if all that comes together is, it's definitely going to, um, you know, show up on, on game day. Right. It's just crazy. This is crazy. You know, Um, I just think, you know, that I, like I said, it's all about the battle. So yeah, it's, it's a 50, 50 thing. And hopefully, you know, but but I get where Barry, where Barrios is coming from, especially with the way JD has formed this team in a matter of three years. So it's so now is the time to start getting these wins and start start you know getting these fans jumping. We have they haven't been in the playoffs in the past what eleven years. So yeah, it's it's really it's really sad because we're we're the we're the team with the longest uh you know with the longest problem of not being in the playoffs. Yeah, we we've definitely had a, a huge playoff drought at this point. So, you know, hopefully uh, this this will be the year that we can, um, you know, break that that drought. I'm hoping so too. Give us give us something to cheer about. Um, so so speaking of that, with that being said, Kyler Murphy signed this big contract, five years, 180 mil. That could go up to two hundred thirty point five million, which is crazy, um, because now it leaves up to maybe one quarterback, and that is well, we say a couple, but the one, the one most important one that still hasn't signed was is Lamar Jackson. Um, what 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 does that mean for Jackson? And also, uh, do you think that you agree with this contract with Colin Murphy? Well, um, in terms of um. Murray's contract. Uh, I'm on the fence with it, but I also understand because I, I think they're they're kind of like in a similar situation as with, um, you know, Baltimore is. You know, they they're gonna have they have a young, uh, talented quarterback that you you know there's still there's still a question mark of how high of a ceiling the you know that each one of them have so mm. you're kind of like playing you're you're kind of almost like you're you're playing a, a a game of chance when you're signing these guys because it's either you know you sign them for money that might be over what you expect to play but you still have them and you you're the team that gets to see what their ceiling are or ceiling mm. is but or you know you play you play it safe and try to save the money and, and look to, you know, maybe use it other places and possibly lose out on a guy that, excuse me, that um, could have been the, you know, 
the key piece that that brings you to that next level. So, you know, it's definitely a game of chance when when you're looking at, um, you know, playing or looking to um, re-up contracts on quarterbacks that um, fit the 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 stigma of you know a Kyler Murray or uh, you know Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, see, I. I, I'm definitely on it. I get it. You got to pay your quarterback per se, but I'm I'm so on the fence with this. Um, the reason why I'm not saying he's he's a bad quarterback because he's really not. The problem is is that when Hopkins when Hopkins is not there, you see you see maybe an average quarterback at best. You know, like you can't do much because you don't have the wide receiver. You don't have the receivers like. Quarterbacks make plays happen. They make plays happen. Good and great quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks, they make plays happen. And having saw Kyler Murphy do that after Hopkins got injured, they it wasn't much they did. Yeah, they made it to the playoffs, but look what happened. Look what happened. They got blown out. That was it. You know, now you got Hollywood Brown. What you going to do? You know, is it a waste of money or – you know, wasted time or or was it good and y'all could finally make some noise. I I just I'm just so I'm just on the fence with it, to be honest with you. It's not like like with Dak Prescott when I was like, oh yeah, this is this is something good for Dak Prescott. But that's that's another day for that. But um Lamar Jackson on the other hand, I feel like Lamar Jackson should have been got a contract extension. I mean, it's sad because he because he's his own agent. He doesn't have an agent. So I think that plays a part because, you know, when like like Richard Sherman, per se, Richard Sherman didn't have an agent, but he was able to work out a deal of his own. Right. So it so to me, this is a different scenario because, you know, like when you look at the contract, you got to think of not just the numbers, um, how much you're going to get paid if you was to get injured, so forth and so forth. And I think it's going to take a, a while, to be honest with you, pal, because I think it'll play a part to where they they might just franchise tag him, and that's going to really make Lamar Jackson mad. But what can you do at this point other than not sign it and lose money? Right. He's um definitely in a, a, a situation where – um. <sighs> He, like, I guess, you know, it's, it's the same thing for him. You know, he, he's playing, you know, a game of chance as well and, and is looking mm-hmm. to better himself. The The only thing I would say is that the reason why Baltimore, I think, definitely needs to pay him is because if you look at the, um, if you look at the, the, the pieces that he's had around him on that offense, but it's still been successful. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a telling sign because, um, you know, in terms of wide receivers, like he really hasn't had that top marquee style um, type of wide receiver to throw to, you know what I mean? Like I think for many of the years, his, um, his main target is, um, you know, tight end Mark Andrews. So, Mm -hmm. and He's been successful, you know, with 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 that um with that being said. So I'm more inclined for 
to say that, you know, Jackson definitely to me should have gotten a contract before Kyler Murray, just in terms of what you can expect from um from either or in terms of productivity. You know what I mean? I agree with you. And remember, he won the MVP. Didn't he win the MVP or was it offensive player of the year? Um no, I think yeah, it wasn't MVP. I think it, he he got that um that year, right? And and that was and you know it wasn't just the coaching. It was also Lamar putting in the work with his legs. Because remind you, you know when the quarterbacks run, they don't know how to slide. They don't know how to go out of bounds. They don't know how to, you know, like make right decisions at the right time. And Lamar Jackson definitely does it. Regardless of what the style that they play on offense, Lamar Jackson just makes it happen, not just with his feet, but he also can make it make it with his arm as well, as long as you give him that time. Um, I feel like if they if he would have had that number one receiver, he I think he would have probably been got the contract, but he still should have gotten the contract. He should have got it last season. He should have got even the season before, you know, like quarterbacks like that, you have to sign before the market goes goes crazy and then they're gonna want to be that that guy oh yeah i want to be the number one guy i want to be the number one you know signed quarterback in the nfl history you know you know what i'm saying because i think Kyler's contract is what second second most for a quarterback um i'm not sure but i i did see the number and if it wasn't like i would be surprised <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. So it's just crazy. It's just it's just crazy to me. But I hope Jackson get that deal done soon because Jackson definitely deserves it. And um, even even if even if they even if they don't go to the playoffs, even though they might more than likely will go to the playoffs, I think I think you know don't don't short end don't short end your quarterback, especially Jackson. Don't short end him because he did he don't does he. He don't deserve to get short end, you know. He did. He he done everything for the organization. I don't think he complained or anything, you know. And once you franchise tag tag him, especially your quarterback, they unhappy, and they and then that's a possibility of them leaving. And I right. and I feel like a lot of teams would 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 love to have Jackson because they know what he can do. Now imagine if he get that number one wide receiver, man, anything would be possible. So. I think I think they need to get that deal done with Jackson out there in Baltimore, but um, we'll we'll figure out more on that. We'll let y'all know. Um, where's scenario, Kyle? Josh Rosen signed the one year deal with Cleveland. What what could that mean for Watson's case? Because I know that the NFL has to make a ruling on on his suspension soon, because that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Um. I think at the end of the day, I think they just needed, uh, they definitely need a body. Uh, the fact that Josh Rosen is that body is kind of confusing to me, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, he might be the, you know, the third option or just, you know, a fill-in option for whenever uh, Boston comes back from his suspension. I, you know, I'm hearing that. Right now, it's looking at being 
uh, suspected to be four to six games. Right. So, um, I just think, yeah, you know, that's pretty much, I would say that's the, that's the case with that. Um, I know I've heard uh, something, the fact that um, if, if it's more than that, or if it's supposedly he gets suspended for the season, apparently he's um, prepared to, um, to take it to, um, to court to have the, the, the suspension, you know, overturned. But um, I think at this point, it's safe to say that um, the likelihood of it is, is going to be four to six games. Right, which which I kind of figured that would be more more of than the whole season. Because if you say a whole season just to try to make a point, then I feel like you could still appeal it and make it make it less than what it is. You trying to sign you over here working out AJ McCarron and and God dang Josh Rosen, which nobody haven't heard. You know. A failed, a failed draft, you know, top draft pick. I ain't going to lie. I think I picked them number two in that draft class, and I think a lot of people was wrong about that draft class. But still, they still went out and got another quarterback. And, yeah, they probably will need the extra body. So when we know more, we definitely let you know about the Watson case. Hopefully we can come to some type of closure soon so we can get that over with. And last but not least, um, when the quarterback controversy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo said he said he's good for mid next month, which is fantastic news. Now, what does that mean? If he is cleared and everything is his rehab and everything is going good, um, could you see a trade? Could you see it? Could we see a trade, Kyle? Or do you think that he'll still stay with the 49ers? Um, to me, I, I I'm wondering if he he'll stay. The only reason why I say he was um stay because the other option would be at this point to give a team like uh Seattle a quarterback that can actually make them you know um actually make them uh, a competitor. You know what I mean? And right to do that within your division to me doesn't makes sense like you know doesn't seem like it would be something that you would want to do so mm. to me i think at that point you probably keep him um maybe you move him you know next year um next year for um a draft pick or something like that but i i just don't see you know you move him to a team you know what i'm saying that's within your division cuz i don't see anybody else at this point that um, you know, would want a quarterback or needs a quarterback at this point that would want to give up assets. You know, a lot of a lot of positions in terms of quarterback is um pretty set for a lot of teams. You know, unless there's something like in the middle of the season and someone gets hurt and they want somebody to come in and, and take the reins because you know the team is doing well. So like that's the only other scenario I can I can see you know, with him being moved this season. Right. Um, then you was thinking what I was thinking with Seattle, because I was going to say, I, I think if Jimmy Garoppolo wants to go, um, train to Seattle and get, get your, get your uh, backup quarterback and the draft pick out of there, you know, but um, 
Jimmy Garoppolo, he's, I don't think he's going to be happy there much longer. Even the midseason, I could see him still possibly getting traded midseason because if you think about it, if they believe in Geno Smith and Drew Locke, you know, they they out their minds. <laughs> Seattle was out their minds if they believe in them two guys. They had to, to, to get you in the whole season? No. Uh Jimmy Garoppolo is not the best, but I, I'll tell you one thing. He knows how to win them games, and that's the quarterback I think that the the Seahawks need, you know, because who knows if Trey – because more than likely I think Trey Lance is their quarterback to start the season, and I don't think Garoppolo wants to ride that bench. So I don't know. It's going to be crazy because I'm also hearing Debo Samuels might not uh, might not come to camp at all because he ain't got no contract. Yeah. That's um definitely another situation to to look out for. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they're gonna you know how they're gonna handle that. I thought I thought that um like I said the time to do that was during the draft. Agree. You know I mean to move them during that time, like they um like AJ Brown was moved, you know, but uh they're probably their 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 asking price was above what people you know, was, was willing to pay. So, and now they just have to, you know, deal with, um, you know, the, the, the repercussions of their actions. You know what I mean? Mm. It makes a lot of sense. Def- definitely makes a lot of sense. I'm, 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 I'm like real interested to see what happens to uh, the Samuels and Garoppolo situation is like I said, if Garoppolo is healthy by mid August. I think that's when this priest preseason start and he decides to go at it one time just you know like just like Bridgewater when he went at it when he came and showed showed that you know what I'm saying like oh yeah he can do it then he just got traded for like what a fourth rounder like something like that could happen too well, yeah that's, that's, that's a, it's definitely a possibility like we, we've seen so many moves this offseason you know what I mean like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put anything past uh, one of these GMs to, you know, to make some sort of move. Right. I, I definitely agree with you on that one. And it's just, it's just so crazy. It's just so crazy that almost all teams is good on a quarterback, except for about maybe two, two teams. So I'm definitely excited to see, see what happens. We, and hopefully something, you know, like I said, hopefully something will happen. Um, before the preseason start, because I think once we get into preseason, we about to really start crunching down a lot of things. Um, and also, soon we're gonna we're gonna have some good we got some good news for uh for our people that listen. But I'm not gonna spoil the surprise yet. But trust me, it's it's gonna be really exciting. Uh, me and Kyle talked about this last week, and Kyle just hit hit the 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 ideal you know the idea the name the nail in the head you know is <laughs> is very very exciting so trust me y'all, y'all don't want to miss the announcement I think we're gonna do it probably in preseason or like right at the end of preseason so just be on the lookout for that um, I think that's it for for our episode make sure to follow us on Twitter Just Fans Podcast also uh, we man people has been joining the Facebook uh, page. NY Jets fans for Jets fans only. I think I think a page is probably at like 540. Um, you know, going up to 550. Man, them last few weeks, Kyle's been crazy. People's been joining. Yep. 
Yeah. So if you if you want uh just fans, you want to follow us on there. Um it's NY Just Fans, and it's only for Just Fans. So that's it for the podcast. And until next week, we do this for y'all every week. We take them fighting.